So, I have a question for you guys this time. Normally, Mark does this. We're going off script, y'all. What do you got? All right. So, Texas has a chainsaw massacre. What would other states have? Oh, that's New good. Jersey vegan protest. <laughs> okay, that's like a G-rated movie, probably. <laughs> but no, here's my pitch. Okay. Hear me out. Still has the Sawyer family in it. Okay. Leatherface moves to New Jersey. Uh huh. He roommates with a vegan. Okay. They find his backstory out. He's a cannibal. They're going to try to turn him. It's hell of a backstory to find out about your roommate. So they're going to start feeding him Beyond Beef, fake oh. meat, plant-based products. Uh-huh. And the horror is what Leatherface goes through to trying to be rehabilitated into a vegan. Okay. Yeah, I think the horror is being a vegan, so I get you. Okay. And the protest part comes outside when they find out that the Leatherface of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is in their dorm. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. What do you think? I think that is uh, an idea that you had. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody make my movie. I like it. Um, I would say the New York Sons of Sam. Basically, it's the back in the time where the Son of Sam was on the loose. They catch the Son of Sam, or they think they catch the Son Mm -hmm. of Sam, but then you find out there's other people who have taken up the Son of Sam mantle and are going around and form this own little cult, and they're doing the Son of Sam killings, but it's multiple people. And they're kind of all interchangeable, so no one knows where they are and who they are at any given time. So it's like they think they get it, but oh man, it's so much deeper than that. It's like a okay. network. Yeah. Interesting. I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything good else. I got the California Murder Kitchen. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you could kind of pair this with your idea. I hadn't really thought much beyond the title, but maybe the Sawyer is open a restaurant in California. They're leaving Texas. Okay. Leatherface goes to New Jersey, and then uh, maybe we'll say yeah. Nubbins. Okay. Nubbin yeah. Sawyer goes over to California. And he decides to start, or maybe he stays in Texas, actually, and opens a California pizza kitchen, but he can't get rid of his roots, and he's going to have to murder in this pizza kitchen. And is it affiliated ca- with the chain? I mean, I don't know. Is it a chain or his own thing? No, it's probably, yeah, he, he gets a franchise, you know, he likes the, he looked into it, he thinks a, a California pizza kitchen would do great in 1950s Austin, which probably, I'm guessing, pizza kitchen. 74. Didn't, 74. Okay. Yeah. 70s Austin. He's like, needs a pizza kitchen. Um, but instead, he just kills people and uses them as toppings on his pizza. I'm into it. Yeah. In fact, there's undoubtedly a scene, probably early in the movie before we know what's happening, where someone's like, God, oh, this place has the best toppings. You got to get the pepperoni. And then we find out later it's people. I like it. All right, and then at go. the end of the film, Leatherface will come home to visit from New Jersey. Yeah. And he'd be like, what is this people shit? Let me show you what <laughs> veganism is. There you then go. we can have a shared universe between our films. Boom, it's extended. like Freddy versus Jason, but it's Leatherface <laughs> versus Nubbins. Yeah. That'll be the third movie in the, the trilogy. Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark, again, joined by John and Garrett. Fellas, how are we doing today? We're doing great. We're doing all right. Yeah. We're doing all right. I concur. Me too. <laughs> that was very uh, enthusiastic there, Mark. Uh, what have y'all been up to since last time we got together? I watched a movie called The House That October Built. It is. Is October the month? Uh, yes. Months are building houses now? Apparently. Okay. Uh, it's streaming right now for free on Hulu. Um, I guess everything streams for free on Hulu because you have to pay for Hulu, but it's on Hulu. Okay. Um, and it's about these people who are going to haunted houses in rural places, and it's actually a pretty decent movie, and shit goes off the rails. And Anyway, I'd recommend it. It was pretty good. 
then they made a sequel. I would not recommend the sequel. It's also on Hulu. Just do yourself a favor and skip it because it is shitty. Is it the house that November built? No, that would have been clever. And then it'd be about Thanksgiving. No, it's the house that October built too. Boring. Yeah, where they go back to a survivor and they're like, oh, you're famous now. You should come do this. And they're like, no, I don't want to do it. And they're like, no, everything's going to be fine. And fucking surprise, everything's not fine. Oh, but double surprise. It was all a ruse. Spoiler for a shitty movie that you shouldn't watch. I don't know how many times you've brought us some weird movie I've never heard of yeah. and then followed up with the sequel's absolute shit. Yeah, I think it's because these people, it's like kind of, I think, like the one-hit wonder kind of thing where they have their whole life to work on the first movie and they're so amped and they've been working on this idea, you know, for years and years and years and the studio's like, all right, make another one. They're like, fuck. <laughs> you've got two weeks to write <laughs> yeah. a stupid plot follow-up. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that that happens so often. Um but it does seem to be the norm for these sort of one-off small indie movies um, that I just, I, when I'm like doing shit, I just sort of scroll through whatever f- streaming service and look for an interesting horror movie. And then I find out there's two or three of them and it's always These worse. tiny indie guys, they should just be like, I would be happy to take your money. Might I do something different with it? Yeah, and the studio's like, nope, more of that, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Or the new generation. Okay. It was filmed in 95. It was held until Jerry Maguire came out, and then they released it because Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey are in it. Wow. So after that movie hit it big, they're like, hey, let's capitalize on this, and let's get this Texas Chainsaw (laughs) out there. Uh, It's not great. Oh, that's unfortunate. But it is very interesting to see McConaughey play a Sawyer family member named Vilmer. Yeah. However, it goes into some weird metaverse area or meta territory where there's like guys in limos and wearing suits that come in halfway through the terrorism of poor Renee Zellweger and be like, this isn't scary enough. You need to be more scary. You're doing it all wrong. Uh, and then he like licks her face and then leaves. It's like, a, like Monty so, Python and the Holy Grail. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if they were trying to make a statement on the current affair of horror, you know, the current yeah. state of horror films in 90s or something, but... That's kind of what it felt like. It's worth a watch because it's so weird, but it's not good. There you go. (laughs) What we're about to talk about is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. So, Garrett, unless you have something. Uh, Not much. I'm going to start. I may may have started by the time this comes out, but I'm going to start watching uh, some of these horror franchises that I've never actually seen all the way through. So, like Friday Friday the 13th, I've seen a handful of them, but I have not seen all of them. I'm going to sit down and one through the end. I'm going to watch them all, and I'm going to kind of do like a little like hot take on each one, giving my thoughts and impressions and an overall, you know, recap of what I think about the the franchise as a whole. I'm gonna do the same thing. Each month I'll try to do a different franchise. Um maybe do Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then um Nightmare Which, on Elm Street and, you know, let you guys tell me how wrong I am. I'm interested in that. Which one are you gonna kick it off with? I think I'm gonna start with Friday the th- I'm sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because I've only seen I think like two of those. Um, I remember seeing Freddy versus Jason, but it was so long ago that I don't remember hardly anything about it except for a rave in a cornfield. That one was pretty fun. Actually. And then, um, and then I remember seeing the first one, first one's a really couple good. times. And then I don't think I've seen. I mean, I may have seen like bits and pieces of another one, but I don't really remember much of it. So I just like it's a perfect time for me to watch them all and just kind of be like, okay, I've I've finally seen these franchises. Yeah. They're Here's all like think. exactly 90 minutes long, so they're very easy to power through. I recently rewatched all of them, and it only took like three days of like intermittent watching. They're not very hmm. long, so. Okay. I hit a hard wall at five. Five yeah. is bad. But if you make it through five, you get to see how bad six is. On Elm Street? 
Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, and so I got that look forward to. Oh, huh? dude, it's not dream, great. Dream Child is so bad. I, I'm having a hard time coping with the fact you're telling me Freddy's no. Dead is worse. Six is so much worse. I, I don't even want to spoil it for y'all, but it, I mean, it's so bad. And it was meant to be seen in 3D. Um, oh, that's so, right. And we're talking 80s 3D, where 3D is just like, look at this thing pointing right at the camera. Um, it's been a long, long time since I've seen Freddy's Dead. So It's so, so bad. But New Nightmare is fucking amazing, and it is like a proto-scream. You can see Wes Craven trying to figure that shit out, so... It'll be good to hear your thoughts on that, Garrett. So we check it back at the website for that? Yeah, I'll probably do it as an article. Maybe have like a little quick, like, you know, intro movie, or let, let you guys, like, kind of, like, do a video about what you think of my terrible opinions. Yeah, we need, we need to be able to... <laughs> video rebuttals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Point, counterpoint this. All right, you can find that at www.thegravetalk.com. Without any further ado, let's talk about today's movie. That's 2017's Leatherface. It's important because there's also a 1990 Leatherface. But it is preceded by Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Right, colon, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is just called <laughs> Leatherface. Okay, okay. I was like, they named the movie the same thing? I mean, it's pretty much the same thing. You can't count subtitles. But anyway, we're talking about the, I'm going to assume, better one that happened uh, just last year. I'll be honest. I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw 3, so I don't I know. haven't either. It has Viggo Mortensen. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah. Pre-Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Very much so. By like <laughs> Several years. <laughs> yeah, like a decade. By like a day and a half. <laughs> so this one is sitting on Rotten Tomatoes with a critic score of 28% and an audience score of 24%. Wow, really? I'll yeah. agree with that. This movie is an hour and 28 minutes, which I appreciate. Yeah, my kind of movie. <laughs> this is directed by Julian Murray and Alexandre Bastillo. Uh, they are a duo team. Uh, interesting fact I found out while looking up this stuff. They were at one point attached to Halloween 2, the Rob Zombie film. Huh. They decided to leave the project. They are also attached to Clive Barker's Hellraiser remake that never came to fruition, and they left that project as well. These guys are batting a thousand over here. And now they get attached to the Leatherface movie. It's least, weird how they're hopping around. At least this one actually came out, though. It did. Uh, this one stars Stephen Dorff as the Texas Ranger, Hal Hartman, Lily Taylor as Verna Sawyer. You might remember her from Conjuring. She played the mother in Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sam Strike as Jackson, Sam Coleman as Bud, Vanessa Gross as Lizzie, James Bloor as Ike, and Jessica Madsen as Clarice. And then we had a cameo of Finn Jones. You might remember him from Iron Fist Mm. or the Game of Thrones uh, series. He played Deputy Sorrells. Here is what the DVD has to say about this one. Do you like leather? Do you like faces? This is the movie for you. In Texas, years before the events of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, in the early days of the infamous Sawyer family, the youngest child is sentenced to a mental hospital after a suspicious incident leaves the sheriff's daughter dead. Ten years later, he kidnaps a young nurse and escapes with three other inmates. Pursued by authorities, including the deranged sheriff out to avenge his daughter's death, the Sawyer teen goes on a violent road trip from hell, molding him into the monster now known as Leatherface. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. Now, you might you may be getting to this, so if you are, sorry. But if you're like me, you're like, I never heard of this movie until Mark told me about it. It was actually released on DirecTV. I was going to say, okay. there's very good reason for that. They shot this film in Bulgaria in 2015. They picked some rural area that made it look like it was shot in Texas. They did do a good job with that. I'm going to give them props for in that. In Bulgaria? In Bulgaria, <laughs> places. Um, Lionsgate shelved it. 
And then it was made exclusively uh, released through DirecTV, which I've never heard of. No, me You think either. they were trying their own sort of streaming service or something? Well, it was like, it was like remember like on, um, I don't know if what you had, but like you could actually go to like order movies. Oh, like a VOD. Yeah, it was like direct okay. movies. Like So basically it was like going to the rental store from your TV, you could like rent movies directly yeah, from like it. Yeah, like on demand. Yeah, on demand movies. Wow, so that's like the lowest level of release. But that was back before like Netflix was taken off and stuff yeah. like that. So. Well, in 2015, Netflix was already pretty established. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, so guess, this was, I guess that service was still around then. Yeah. Shit. It's such a weird franchise to try to like tent pull your, your service on because... By this time, dude, this is the eighth fucking film. Yeah, I don't in this think this is a, I don't franchise. think this is a tent pole though. I feel like this is one of the stakes <laughs> they used to like one of the nine stakes used to hold the tent in place. Yeah, by yeah. the way, we got Leatherface. This Come is like, over. hey, we'll sell you Jerry Maguire, but you're also taking Leatherface. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So finally it was released on October 2017 with generally mixed reviews. It didn't make much money at all. Um, and because of the delay of this film, the studio that held the rights to this. They lost the rights, and they were pegged to make another six fucking Texas Chainsaw six? Massacre films. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. Currently, I don't know where the state of this franchise yeah, is. Yeah, I wonder who the rights revert to. That's a good question. Maybe it's like a family-owned Ho- Toby Hooper or something yeah. like that. Who or knows? it just opens up for someone else to come yeah. in and buy it up. Yeah. Um, so that all being said, this is the eighth movie in this franchise. It is not very well regarded by the fans. Um, I will say out of the gate, this is a failure as a Texas Chainsaw movie. Yeah, In terms of the story uh, and progression of the characters. I think that it is because nobody uh, wants a prequel to Leather, to, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre to hear about how shitty Leatherface's childhood was. That's the same thing with Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. All the stuff with Loomis and beyond, fine. The shit at the beginning where you learn about him as a kid, it's like, this is unnecessary. I don't need to break down why he is the way he is. There's something that's more scary about not knowing why someone is the way they are. Absolutely. And when you start humanizing the monsters of these films, they lose their power to scare. It's just not as good. Um, So that being said, it is a failure as a Texas Chainsaw movie. However, I think the story in this is actually decent. If you can remove that element from the film... You might have a good time with it. I agree. I liked the movie. I don't, I've come to terms with the fact that despite how much people, myself included, think that they may want prequels to things, you never do. They're always going to disappoint you. I, but if you like cut the prequel part of this out and just pretend it's its own thing, I was like, oh, this is a pretty enjoyable kind of, you know, natural born killers sort of right. murder I got that movie. Vibe too. Yeah, maybe without I, I all think, the flash. I think prequels right. can work, but the problem is, is when people make a prequel, they feel like they have to. In the beginning, there was you know a Y and X chromosome. You know, you're just like, <laughs> no, we get it. You know, it's like imagine a little sperm with a leather mask on yeah. and a chainsaw going through yeah. the uterus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, look who's talking were, chainsaw. Uh-huh. If the prequel were just like, oh, here's some murders he did before he murdered these guys. All right, that's cool. I'm fine with that. But if it's like find out where Joe came from, it's like I don't care. I don't care where Freddy comes yeah. from or. You know, like I think that's the problem with the remake of Freddy, wrong franchise, but they tried to, oh, here's a story about where he came from. It's like, nobody cares. This is, this, I will say this, the the Shyamalan, what a twist, red herring of this movie got me. I didn't see it coming at all. Completely. But you know why you didn't see it coming? Because it doesn't make any sense. I do like this movie, but did he, he must have hit a growth spurt and then spent a lot of fucking time at the gym because he gets very big in the well, preceding the 10 is, years. When we talk about it, I'll say, I was like, one of the things I kept saying, I was like, I don't remember Leatherface being that fat. And I was like, I th- maybe he lost weight. And then like, mm. then the twist happens and you're like, 
I remember Leatherface being bigger than that. Yeah, <laughs> it was exactly. just like I just wasn't happy with either side of it. Not like for a bad reason, but just kind of like just kind of like, well, this doesn't really fit the aesthetic of this character at all. Hundred percent, but it it works really well. Let I, me ask you a quick question yeah. before we dive into it. When you were watching this film, John, were yeah. you picturing this as a prequel to the 1974 film, which you have not seen? Yeah. Or were you picturing it to the 2003 remake? I. Or did you even contextualize it? That I didn't contextualize. I just okay. pictured it as a prequel to both of them, like <laughs> because good, it's it's kind of irrelevant. It doesn't really change, I think, either. But that's a also, good point. The, I didn't think of that either. I didn't even I didn't even think about that. The doesn't the, the it is supposed to be a prequel to 1974. Hmm. Doesn't what? the remake have yeah. its own prequel? Yes, it's called Texas Chainsaw: <laughs> The Beginning. Yeah, so I guess I just thought I, I don't know. I didn't to be hundred percent honest. I didn't think about it at all. This franchise is fucking uh, <laughs> convoluted <laughs> as shit. Did you know a movie that came out in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, something like that? Texas Chainsaw three D is supposed to be a direct sequel to the original nineteen seventy four film. No. Yeah. Let me tell you happened. why I didn't know that. Because <laughs> before Leatherface, I could tell you about two Texas Chainsaw movies, the original and the remake. Um, so the other six, well, now I know, I guess, uh, three. So the other five. Oh, I know four because I know about three. Well, you'll eventually know about two because that's one of the ones. Number two is so good. Yeah. Put on the li- it's, the, it's really enjoyable. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, this is not like I, every time I watch one of these movies, I'm like, oh yeah, I really do like them, but it is not a franchise I've ever liked. I'm like, I'm going to sit down and watch all of them. Maybe I should, but I just haven't for some reason, but I've liked every one that I've watched. I really did not enjoy this movie. No, no. I, it was one of those things where like half of the, there's like three major plot lines. The one with the mom and the family did nothing for me, served no purpose, didn't give a shit about it could have been completely cut out and I would have been just as happy if it was just a bunch of teens on the run. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. The whole thing at the end, I'll give you that too. The stuff with the sheriff, I'll give you that. The stuff with the mom and the family though, I'm like, why? At any point, why does it have to, it didn't even need to be there. The movie, I mean, and spoiler for the end of this, I really, really did like this movie, but one thing that I didn't understand was the mom comes to this, in like this child's home, causes a fucking huge problem and then just like go home like put her in jail this whole movie would have been a lot shorter if it happened in real life because you can't cause a whole breakout at a fucking like mental asylum and then be just sent home that's not how real life works even in the 50s like i don't think there was any actual law enforcement on the premises to arrest her sure then they're just gonna go get her I mean, sure. Like, that's yeah. true. They, they'd be like, it was her. Yeah. There wasn't it, like, there wasn't like a surprise. Unless all like, the staff got killed. But even then, I mean, you know. No, so, because we see later that some of them are alive oh, and they're right. like, oh, here's who I would escaped. also ask you to remember that this is a small Texas town and maybe they were too focused on capturing the escapees before they went and arrested mom. Poor choice Perhaps. on their part. <laughs> but yeah, but like five people died in that breakout. Someone's getting arrested. <laughs> this movie opens up like at a dinner table with the Sawyers having... A birthday. A birthday dinner. And was that cake made out of human body parts? It was made of pig guts, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because they were accusing some, there's a man tied to the table and they're accusing him as being a pig thief. Yeah. He's He's like, I didn't steal your pig. Fuck you and your weird family. Drayton, where are your manners? Give the first piece to the thief. Why would I go anywhere near your dirty pigs or your filthy family? I swear, the whole world gonna find out what kind of brood you raising here, Verna. Shut him up. I've had enough. 
Yeah, he was really lippy for considering his situation. <laughs> yeah, real lippy. <laughs> it was just like, dude, you better tone that down a little bit. Yeah. So anyway, like he's mouthing off. The family's all there. A young Leatherface, um, Jed. Yeah, we're talking like six, seven. Yeah, this is so yeah. disappointing. Jed is there and the mom's all like, you don't talk to my family that way. But you know what? I've got a birthday gift for my boy Jed. And she brings out this chainsaw, which is like twice the size of him. <laughs> And it's all like, here you go, son, you know, cut this dude up. And Leatherface is like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I don't, don't want to do this. Like, he's like, I don't want to cut this person. She's like, no, you got to do it. Family takes care of family. And all this weird, weird, like, and again, we have no context of why the mom of the rest of the family was like this. So I'm like, well, why are they forcing this kid to do this? Right. For a prequel, it starts you in like... It's a weird position of it's trying to explain where Leatherface came from, but already like you're kind of halfway through the story because his family's already fucked up. And they're all like, what happened to the family to make them like this? I mean, I understand they're trying to make him fucked up, but they're presenting us context that we never wanted. Right. Or in doing so, in doing so, they don't do it well enough because they're not disturbed enough for me to be the Sawyer family. Right. Verna either the mom or the aunt, at some point the movie kind of makes you wonder, is she the mother, is she the aunt? Or both. Or both. She's not fucked up enough for my vision of Leatherface. No, she's very normal almost. Like, I mean, there's like, obviously we find out she's got some weird shit going on, but for more or less, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. You're, they play her as a mom who really wants her kids back. And, and she's like, taught, right, she's taught her kids that you can't trust anybody, you know, like, you know, only your family like cares, you know, we take care of her and all this weird stuff. So she's trying to get him to like saw this dude and Jed, a.k.a. soon-to-be Leatherface, when he gets yeah. older, won't do it. Well, he does, like, a little bit, right? And then he well, gives he, up. He's like, they, they push him into it. They push oh, okay. him into okay. it, and he kind of cuts the dude's hand. and yeah. um, Or is it kneecap? No, I think it's his leg. Yeah, it's like, cut his kneecap, and then he's just like, ah, and then he's like, I've had enough of this, and drops the, the chainsaw and walks away. And she's like, don't worry, your family's here to pick up your slack. And then, like, I guess the older brother... Which be Drayton Sawyer bashes him in the head, and that's yeah, the end of that. Yeah, bashes him in the head, and that's yeah. the end of that. And then we cut to... A new scene where it's an, an old 1950s truck going down the road with a, a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Um, this making is where out. the film should have started. Yeah, yeah 100%. And it's like making out in the car, which, by the way, don't take your eyes off the road and make out with your lady. You can make out with your lady, but like, don't look at her for like 20 seconds without yeah. looking back at her. I mean, the they're road. like 16. I get it. Teenage drivers are a danger, as having been a teenager. <laughs> Danger. John's for revoking all licenses um, of 16. <laughs> you know, if I could, might be <laughs> might be a worthwhile. But anyway, they see like a pig thing in the road, which he swerves to avoid. It's I'm a gonna, pig it's corpse. A, I thought it was yeah. a cow head. It's a cow head on a pig corpse. Yeah, it's like a weird fucking okay. thing. Yeah. He swerves to avoid that shit. I got to tell you what, I would hit it. I would have, I would have like, I don't know what you are, but I'm going to hit you and figure it out later. <laughs> <laughs> so they swerve it. And then he's like, oh my God, what was that? And she was like, I don't know. And then they like look back and then a kid wearing a giant <laughs> yeah. cow head as like a helmet stands up. Is it a cow head? I thought it was a pig head. No, it's a cow head. Yeah, okay. A cow head. okay. And then, but like that, that's the thing I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's I don't know animals body. apparently, and then y'all. <laughs> my was like, no, it's a pig body. Remember, pigs head. have snouts. Oh, snouts. Yeah. This okay. was definitely a cow yeah. muzzle, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Okay. And so she's just like, oh my God, it's a kid. And she gets out of the car. This is a horror and movie. Walks over like to cliche. a kid where, who crawled out of a pig's corpse wearing a cow head. I was like, nah, there's your first mistake. Yeah. She's like, are you okay, little kid? Also, let's point out she's dressed in like a schoolgirl's uniform, like a Catholic school. Yeah. And that skirt for like being the 50s or whatever is halfway up her thigh. I was like, there's no way. Right. In a time of morality, there's no way the, the teenage girls in town get to wear skirts that short. 
And the kid's like, help me. And then he runs away. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to town and get you some help. I'll be back later. But and the girl starts him. running after him like, I'm going to go help this kid. And the boyfriend's yeah. like, wait, hold the fuck up. Yeah, this is stupid. There's nothing to help. He's yeah. clearly fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's not in danger. Also, He's not hurt. He's just weird. And like, listen, you're, you're a child. What help are you going to provide this person? Go find someone. If you actually think they need help, go find someone who could provide them help. Your you, dad is the sheriff. Right. Go get your pops. Like You are in no position yeah. to help anybody. We didn't We didn't know that her dad was <laughs> the sheriff or whatever. Sure, but she does. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the kid runs into a barn. She follows him, and I guess she falls down a hole. Yeah, there was like a trap set, um, yeah. and the floorboards give way. She falls onto some sort of like tractor, metally. uh concoction down below she's all fucked up yeah yeah um and then the other sawyers kind of roll in you see drayton and nubbins this is a prequel to the 74 one and they roll in and he's like looks like old jed's got it in him after all and then they drop a fucking engine block right on the girl it's crazy Mm -hmm. i hated knowing leatherface's real name yeah i hated knowing that he was called jed like personalizing him in that way made him such a less mysterious scary character because i was just like Oh, it's just Jed now. Before it was like, who the fuck? Like, what happens to a person to make them this way? And can you think now of a, any, <laughs> any more cliche hillbilly named Jed? Yeah, I know. The Beverly Hillbillies, his name was Jed. It's like, dude. Well, the mom, on. there's a part later on the, the show or the, the movie where like the mom's like yelling. She's like, Jed, Jed. I kept hearing like <laughs> Granny Clampett going, Jed. <laughs> Jed. Like, the whole time. Like, I was just like, oh my God, I'm hearing Granny Clampett. Um, and they get there like kind of crazy cannibal. So you can't really put too much logic there. Yeah, yeah. But you think that they would be like, don't fuck with the popo and the popo's family so they just leave us alone i don't know if they knew it was the popo's daughter i don't know if the kids knew it was the popo's daughter but anyway they kill it oh, maybe okay the I'll cops give you that. roll up right they like right away know where it all happened i think it was but. a time jump but yeah. yeah they show up and then like this cop the sheriff shows up, he's like where's my baby girl and they're like you don't want to see she's inside and she's dead and he's like well, drayton sawyer stayed at the scene of the crime while the rest of them fled and he called in the cops uh, oh, oh right because he said finding a body ain't no crime that's right, right that's and then right. that's when the sheriff's like Every time there's some gruesome murder, there's a Sawyer around. Yes, that mm-hmm. I remember so that, that now. That right. kind of links it together, and then the, he's yeah, got Jed. So he's got he, Jed in the back of the that? car. He's got Jed in the back of a cop yeah. car. Drayton's standing there. Drayton. Drayton. Yeah. Drayton's standing there, talking, you know, talking shit yeah. to the sheriff. And then the mom shows up. And she's like, "You let my boys go." And she's like, "He's like, no, fuck that." He's like, "I'm not letting them go because this is always involved with you guys." She's like, "You can't prove that." And he's like, "You're right. I can't prove that. But what I can do is take it with him, take them away from you." Because you're an unfit mother, right. and yeah. she does. So this is his revenge. They kill his daughter and yeah, puts him take, in a mental her, uh, institution for the next 10 years. Yeah, she takes right. Jed and puts him in a, in a mental institution. And then we get 10 years later, time jump. And now we're in the institution. We're starting to meet all these characters. There's a new nurse who's like a starry-eyed like 20-year-old who's all like, I want to help these kids. And the doctor's like, eh. You can do what you can, but let's be smart here. Be careful because some of these people are beyond help. And she's like, I believe we can reach them all. He's way more cynical than that. He's like, all these fuckers are going to jail. So save your breath. Like, and he, he talks is about how so they, burnt out. And he talks about how they changed their names to to completely right. disassociate, disassociate them. from their past and stuff like that. So, um, And I do need to say this point because we're about to go on our road trip from the law, right? Yeah. This is the buildup. There's, the there's a breakout that's about to occur. And there's a couple other characters that we're introduced to. Their name is Ike and Clarice. Now, these two particular characters by, I believe, are more fucked up 
than Leatherface is yes. in this film. 100%. Which oh, is, is this the Bonnie and Clyde yeah. couple? Oh, they are fucking they are, way messed up. So because of this, I have a hard time seeing this whole act as a transformation of our character into Leatherface. I agree. Because there's characters that are way more demented than he is. So Jed, I didn't think about this when I was watching the movie, um, but Jed, when they took, was like, what, was he like eight, you think? Six, seven, yeah. Okay. Because they said when he's 18, he's going to go to prison, basically. So let's say, yeah, he's six or seven. He's too old to forget his name. You can't take a seven-year-old and be like, all right, you're Bill now. And you're no, and then expect well, you, them. you find out they've been giving them electroshock therapy though, so maybe True. you could shoehorn that in. Conditioning, but yes, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you're correct. You don't forget your name <laughs> yeah. at six. Like if you were a little younger, that would have worked. But like by six, it's in your brain. Like you're Jed. Like like at some point they changed yeah, my name. Four or five, yeah. I think you can yeah. be swayed. But by that time you've been that for so long, I think it's in there. So, but admittedly, it did not occur to me while I was watching the movie because the movie's pretty fast paced. You don't have time to think about this kind of shit. But it just hit me when you were when we were explaining it. So. Yeah. So the nurse is what? She's walking around trying to get to know the patients for some weird reason. It's sort of your your generic, oh, I'm the nurse. I'm going to, there's a fight over here and someone's smoking over here and just introducing you to all the characters. Yeah, Jackson, there's a character named Jackson who takes a liking to Nurse Liz. Yeah, yeah, he's all like, he's like, you're in my seat, but he's he's being very like hospitable and nice to yeah. her. He crushes immediately. Man, then there's another boy. character named Bud, who's a big, beefy kind of, you know, mute kind of guy. Who kind of, at that point, you're like, oh, that's Leatherface. Right. You get the idea that like, oh, that's Leatherface. In the movie, throughout, until you find out who really is Leatherface, the movie builds up that this guy is Leatherface because he's super unusually strong and- And quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Because Leatherface in the older films never spoke. He just yelled. Right. Mm-hmm. In this movie, Leatherface is positively fucking chatty. Yes. And he is very... Well, because you don't know his Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't shut up at but, all. Like, yeah. but, Should so, we just spoil it right, yeah, right now? Yeah, probably. It probably helps. The Jackson character ends up being Leatherface. Right. Yeah. And his brain snaps because Bud is like his family and Bud gets killed. And then he's like, that's it. I'm evil now. And well, that's the story. There's, yeah, there's a little more to it. But yeah, so basically that's exactly what happens yeah. though. And like, but the thing is, is Jackson, AKA Leatherface is like sticking up for his friends. He's trying yeah. to like de-violence, you know, de-escalate violent situations. He's trying to protect everyone. He's, he's being pretty nice much a the, good guy. He's like, being a good kid, which echoes what we saw at the beginning where he didn't want to kill that person at the right. table. But the thing is, the the movie does such a good, like, heavy-handed job being like, no, this character right here is Leatherface. Right. And it's like, I don't want to feel bad for Leatherface. I don't want to go watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre and be like, look at this poor abused kid who's they're, now... They're putting him in electroshocks. Yeah. So you think, oh, maybe this is what kind of makes him go that way. We don't need to humanize our monsters. Yes, exactly. I want because, them... Like I said, they're you take away their power to make us scared. Yeah, they're the bad guy. They're supposed... Just let them be bad. Don't like, sympathize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so... You, you get to know everyone. Things are going off. You realize that was it Isaac and what's her face? Ike and Clarice. Ike and Tina. Um, <laughs> Hello, know, Clarice. Ike and, Ike and Clarice either, yeah. um, are they're they're pieces of shit. Ike is like a sociopath. He's like violent. He's threatening people. He threatened the nurse yeah. out the gate. And then Clarice is over in the girls' part of the dorm. And she's like feeding other inmates, not inmates, but she's feeding other patients like live mice and trying to make them eat them yeah, and stuff really like that. Weird. She's a real fucking piece of shit. What's the big deal? It was just a stupid males. So basically, we kind of get a little taste of all these different characters. And then out of nowhere, the mom shows up. 
Verna comes back in with a court injunction. And she's talking to the, I guess he's like the head warden of this area. Yeah. I don't know what his actual title was. The, 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 the um, lawyer's director. name is Barry Farnsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh my ass. She's like, this is, he's like, I'm Farnsworth, Barry Farnsworth. And I was like, oh, that's your name. Sweet. That's I think he's related name. to J.G. Farnsworth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can only hope. Um, he's a Futurama character. There you go. Um, so, yeah, this is where we find out all the kids were renamed something, and the state warden is like, uh, you're not getting it out, out in here because you got the wrong paperwork. Yeah. Basically gives her the runaround, and she's yeah. not having it. He knows, and, and the warden's just kind of like, go fuck yourself, and he's like finding ways to keep her from her kid, and she's like, well, fine, I'm leaving. But then she kind of like causes a distraction and sneaks into the facility. But she just goes to the bathroom, and this facility is so poorly designed that she's able to like... There's like two staff members for yeah. it, like a 60-room building... It's hard to believe that this would be the first time a major riot like this would take place right. in a, a facility of some of the most demented fucking people, arguably in Texas in 1974. Right. Children, it's teenagers are already emotionally unstable. And then you get like extra, you know, uh, psych, uh, mentally disturbed teenagers throw that into the mix and they apparently there's never been a fight though this and has they, never happened this place is not well equipped enough to handle this no no uh, as the warden see. keeps is cool yeah so like what is verna like is like running around going jed jed <laughs> like, she like bitch slaps a nurse and then is running around and then um she punches a bunch of these nurses and then unlocks it like one of the locks and then everyone just like rushes out because they're oh, like that's Fuck, right. it's freedom that's right, right? and then they opens. find the key they find keys just laying on a table of course um and then so then the the kids are able to escape and one of the kids then blows the fuse box and the power okay. goes out and they take uh liz hostage right. ike clarice bud and jackson hop into a car right. and they but, escape it's to continue to, to show like, oh, maybe Bud is um, the, the uh, leather face. He ends up, he kills three people in the escape. We see yeah. him, he kills two people who are doing the electroshock therapy and he kills the warden, not warden, the director, the person in charge after he gets like hit with like a bludgeon, right? So we mm-hmm. see like, oh, he's like unusually strong. You yeah, know? there's a lot of, there's a lot of him killing people, but it seems like he's kind of doing it to get out right. and like less about like he's like malicious, but it's also like, ooh, he might be fucked up. But yeah, he mashes that warden's face into the window like that's some strong glass because he yeah. hits that warden's face into the, the glass window yeah. like 17 times before it finally breaks after yeah. mashing a skull in. Real glass would have definitely <laughs> broken much faster unless it's like plate glass or something. It was a really cool kill though. It, it was. was a really cool kill. They're setting up the Bud character to be Leatherface as we said and that he will only kill when provoked or with just cause. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Jackson tells him, he only, tell, ask him why he's in there. They, he's only in here because they took his puppy away. Yeah. Again, they're, they're setting up these reasons for a leather face that I'm not on board with. Right, 100%. You don't need but... justification for his murdering. He's a crazy hillbilly <laughs> yeah. cannibal. That's why. Just because he likes... Yeah. You know what's a scarier motivation? Because he likes to kill and eat people. That's, yeah. that's much he was, scarier. Because he was raised to kill and right. eat people. He, that's... Just, he enjoys it. Like, okay, that's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. That's like, all we need. So there's a there's a teenage prison riot or teenage patient riot yeah. and then Ike and uh, Clarice find each other and then immediately start fucking like in the chaos they just start having sex and she goes down and gives him head and everyone's going crazy around yeah. them they go steal a car and then at this point they pick up um, oh no they kidnap uh, Jackson and the nurse well they kidnap the nurse and Jackson kind of comes along same with Bud well no because Jackson's in the trunk remember Oh yeah, the nurse. They so basically they, did they grab the nurse. Ike grabs the nurse. And is like you're coming with me. And Jackson's like like hell. They knock them both down, put them in the trunk. Yeah. And as they're leaving in a car with Jackson and the nurse in the trunk, they see um, Jed slash Bud, aka possibly future Leatherface, 
They say, get in. He gets in the car and then they drive off. Right. They just notice the, the music in this movie is terrible. Cause like, as they're leaving away, it's all like, I'm walking away. <laughs> and it's like, oh boy. Like as they're like walking away from this place, it's like, oh God. I didn't really listen to the music. Me either. All the music is basically there. some clever, like 50 song that like, pertains to what's yeah. actually happening on the screen. You're like, oh, clever, you guys. Out. After they escape, either it cuts to the police coming and being like, oh, here's all the escapees, or doesn't it cut to them having pulled over and being like, you need to change your clothes, and Jackson's like, no, she ain't taking out for clothes, and they're like, bro, we're the one with the gun. The next important scene is them going to the diner. Yeah, that's so really they're on, they're on the run, and then it cuts to them going to the diner. It's like, we're going to go inside here, we're going to get food, and y'all are going to not fuck up because I'll kill every one of you and you don't run away or I'll kill both of them. And that sheriff, as he was like, the sheriff was talking, it was like cliche sheriff coming this week to the WB. He was so cliche. I would like to say that the representation Texas gets of its law enforcement in these movies is abysmal. We're not this fucking podunk guys. In Austin, go out to West Texas. Let's see what it's like. Okay. I can't speak to that because <laughs> I ain't been out that way in a while. But I don't remember hearing about the stories of sheriffs going on vigilante murder sprees whenever it suits them. That's all I'm saying. Well, this sheriff only killed one person. I'm saying this movie, no, no, those he, rejects, you know, he, uh, he all definitely the movies like, that we've watched with enough. crazy you know, yeah. law enforcement members is like, we got a poor representation of Texas. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, the diner scene. Let's talk about it. That was it. a good scene. Walk us through it. They go to a diner, they eat, and then... Like, they're like, you want to start some shit? Which I really liked that conversation. They're like, yeah. Well, I, I can Clarice at their own table. Yeah. And then the nurse, what's the nurse's name? Lizzie. Lizzie and Jackson are at the, another table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, don't run away or we're going to shoot everybody. And so Lizzie and Jackson are, I mean, honestly, that part was kind of boring. They're just talking about. The dialogue was so bad. Yeah. So the, the exciting part is Ike and Clarice and they're like, all right, let's start some shit. And so she like pushes a glass on the fucking floor and then the lady's like, all right, y'all need to leave, pay up. They're like, we don't have any money. It's like, oh, Jesus. Then she, was that guy a cop who had the gun? Yeah, he was a cop. Okay, because I, I only really saw his back, but yeah, so there's like a cop sitting in the booth behind him. So they stab him in the neck, they take his gun and just start shooting people. It was pretty legit. I was like, all right, this is gangster. It was pretty violent, man. And yeah. Jackson, I mean, sorry, Ike, he just walks up to the, the waitress and like okay. puts the shotgun right in her face. Yeah. It blows her head clean off. Yeah, I like that because you didn't see oh it, God but you damn. saw like the splurt of blood shoot up over the counter. So I thought that was done really well because like you're able to imagine how gross it is without them showing it. And so again, that's cool. where I'm touching on is like these characters are more demented than the Leatherface right. character at this point. Hundred percent. Like they are very much just like maniac killers. Um, the nurse and Jackson are like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here." And so they try to run, but then Bud captures them and. Well, he, he stops him kind of like, what's going on? Like, he doesn't really know. Bud kind of like just grabs him. Yeah. There's a patron inside, like, who also, like, has a gun, but they don't know it. And as they're all running out and leaving the uh, the diner, um, the patron who's, like, all fucked up and messed up yeah. shoots Bud. Bud in the side, like, in the side of his stomach. And so now he's shot. And, and he doesn't really, like, fall down. Yeah. So it kind of shows this unnatural, like, you know, strength that he's got also. Yeah. So and they then they steal a car yeah. and their car runs out of gas and they end up, they find like a trailer that has a dead person already in it. Yeah. He hung himself, I guess they said, cause of loneliness. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's assume. Yeah. sort of their base of operations for the right. rest of the movie. And our law enforcement shows up to the diner and they talk to the patron that shot Bud in the back. And he's like, okay, this is clearly who we're looking yeah. for. The demented people are on the, on the run. And I guess at this point, are we supposed to 
think that he doesn't he doesn't have the information to tell him that it's the Sawyer on the run, but he knows it's the Sawyer yeah, on the run. Yeah, he knows, but I there's also so. someone who's leaking information to the Sawyer family because we cut to a scene where Verna picks up the phone after they realize that it is Bud and Jackson and Ike and Clarice. Someone calls Verna, the Sawyer mom, at home, and she's like, so it is my boy? He's out. He's definitely out. Okay, thanks for the information. And it's all like, yeah, you're going to get paid. Don't worry. Cut back to, at this point, the kids at the um, the mobile home. Yeah. And the trailer. Just, it's just like conversational stuff. And, and let's just say there's a lot of back and yeah. forth. Jackson and Lizzie don't want to be there. Clarice and Ike are being fucking crazy. Right. And People try to escape a couple times. It doesn't work out. And, and then we cut to... You want to talk about this scene, don't you? God, I fucking... Is it this the best scene so in the movie? The curb stomp? No, 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 no. The worst scene in the movie. This is the worst scene in the movie where basically you cut to a, a, a medium shot of Clarice, Clarice like fucking, in oh, a bed. fucking on just like riding, you know, Ike. And you're just like, okay, all right. And then it cuts forward. And you see that she's scarred all over the front of her. Right. So you're like, oh, she's scarred. Okay. So that's maybe why she's kind of crazy. Who knows what happened there? We never find out. Yeah, it looked like some kind of burn scars, And then the but... camera pans down. And I'm like, what is that on the bed next to him? I'm like, oh they've my invited, God. They've invited a third party into their bed. It's the corpse <laughs> they found hanging oh, in the fucking so shower. So they're fucking next to this corpse. And you're like, well, that's kind of disturbing. I mean, you're like, Ugh, I mean, this could be hot without that part of it here. And then she leans down and starts making out and licking the corpse and like just acting like it's a third person involved in this, this fuck fest. So gross. And he's just going to town like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Right, he doesn't care, which to Mark's point, so much more fucked up than the behavior of the actual leather. They're face. having a three way with a corpse. And it's like, okay, so that's pretty fucked up. That fits those characters. But like, again, exactly like right. you just said, I'm not worried about butter right. Jackson or anybody at this point. I'm like, those two are the fucking nightmares. Yeah. Ike should have became Leatherface If anybody, right. Just show me that he's already fucking crazy. Or He should have fucked with the other person in the group so much who did become Leatherface that it, that's what turned him into Leatherface. Right. But he doesn't do that. I mean, there's a little power struggle here and there. There's a little bit of fucking with them, but it's nothing that like would make a good kid go bad. No, not I that I think bad. the movie was so concerned with giving us the Shyamalan twist that they didn't want to go down that route, and they were doing this like red herring right. bullshit. You know, like, oh, is Bud the is Bud the guy or is Ike the guy? It's like, oh no, it's the third guy in the yeah. group who's the least dangerous <laughs> of the three. Right, yeah. and it did. It admittedly worked, and it was like, oh shit. But it, it did also surprise me, yeah. Sucked like all the the scariness out of the Yeah, once it happened, you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And then like at that point, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'll accept this. But there was nothing to sink your teeth into after that. So a few minutes later, uh, Lizzie waits for them to go to sleep and she tries to escape the trailer. Well, she gets caught by Ike. Right. And she starts to get molested by Ike, and then Jackson shows up and they get into a fist fight. Right. And then Clarice shows up. I guess they all decided to wake up Whole at this game. point. And she's got a shotgun and she's waving it at him. Right. And at this point, Bud breaks and he's like, Ike, you're fucking up too much. You're making my boy Jackson upset. Right. So then he gets his comeuppance where he gets curb stomped into a tree stump. It fucking brutal. Like yeah. teeth brutal. on the stump, yeah. foot down on the head. This is full American History and, X type shit, And man. Bud is, is a huge dude. So like he puts the weight in that and it's like, oh, no, that's yeah. not great. That was a tough scene. Yeah. And um, come next morning, Ike is missing. Clarice is freaking out and the cops have found their location. Right. Now, at this point, the sheriff is done having any semblance of law and he shoots Clarice in the back and he's like 
pistol whipping her in the face and yeah. like just blows her brains out. Like, no, he right doesn't shoot her at first. He captures her. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. but they pistol whips her. Then he fucking torches her. Then, but she's also kind of you know she's crazy. I get it. But she's also really lippy considering her situation. She's antagonizing the man. Yeah. So then she tries to run away and he shoots her in the leg and she falls down. Um, but. Uh, they go back to the trailer and right. he blows her brains out and all the other cops are like, whoa. Yeah. And he's like, this is American justice or Texas justice. Well, he's like, don't forget like what they did at the diner. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah. And then they all just shoot the fuck out of the trailer. Spoiler, nobody's in the trailer. Yeah. Because uh, they're, they're out investigating trying to find Ike and Bud, and, which right. they do. And then they're like, they hear all the gunshots and like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. And they go hide and the dogs come, of course. And then they hide in like a dead cow. Was it a cow? Yeah. They find a dead cow corpse. And so Bud, Jackson, and Lizzie, all the thing is, you can't fit. Like, Blood, Bud's character could barely fit yeah. into this cow corpse, but they make it look like all three of them climbed in a hole underneath it, and it's like, they didn't have time to dig a hole. And they missed an opportunity to say it smells worse on the inside, but... <laughs> you really think they're going to Star Wars? They think they're going to miss the Star Wars reference. So they do that, and you're just like, okay, but it, like, that doesn't make sense. They didn't have time to dig a big enough hole. No. They couldn't fit inside of it, but, but that's escape, how they do it. Um, and then they run up to the street. They see a cop car, and Lizzie at this point... she's. Again, remember, she's a hostage in right. this whole she's like, thing. Get she's me the like, get the fuck out of here. She sees a cop car and she's like, hey, help, help, help. And Jackson's like, no, stop. They're going to kill us all. Like, yeah. You don't understand how fucked up Hartman is. There's a line that's dropped earlier where it says, Hartman basically filled up the Gorman mental uh, faculty. <laughs> He's a one man fucking. <laughs> one man putting these teens <laughs> yeah. away. He hates teens. So Jackson's aware of how fucked up this shit is. Well, the cop sees her and uh, he calls it in. And then we get Bud go up. And try to confront the cop. Like, he's just barreling yeah. in. Don't you fucking move! And he so Bud shot a bunch of times again and uh, doesn't slow down at all. So it's like, oh, shit, this is Leatherface. Look yeah. at him, unstoppable. Uh, he knocks the cop down and the cop shoots him in the head. The end of Bud. Yeah. And Jackson snaps. At that moment, he goes from, like, I mean, he was, like, you know, all right. He did... But then he's like, that's it. He's Why'd you kill Bud? You got Bud killed. Yeah, he snaps he's, he's on the He's blaming nurse. Lizzie yeah. for Bud getting killed. He's like, if you had just stayed where you were, you hadn't gone up there and you know, talked to that cop, Bud wouldn't be dead. Thank you, Bud. Thank you, Bud. Bud. Fuck. Why'd you run away? What the fuck did you run away? You're insane. You just killed that cop. Bud killed you. Bud fucking killed. Bud. Fuck. Like everybody else, you fucking liar. Why do you think you're any different? But he fucks that cop up. He like stomps him. He puts his head in the door and just crushes his skull. Yeah, because um, at that point, Bud is like his only family that yeah. he remembers for the last ten years. Well, he's he been just, trying to protect Bud this whole movie yeah. too, right? So there's definitely a relationship. So that yeah, like you said, now he's struggling with the death of Bud. The uh, he's lost it. Like this right. is this is the point where he snaps, and you're like. Oh my God. Okay. He's Leatherface because he's like, you're just like everyone else. I should fucking kill you. Yada, 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 yada. And movie and listeners, you're wondering, why does Leatherface have a fucked up face? Don't worry. This movie's going to tell you. Yeah. Hartman's following them in a car <laughs> so and shoots his, what, shoots a gun? Yeah. So they yeah. steal the cop car. Hartman, of course, heard like, oh shit, you know, and so he's coming. And so Hartman's just shooting out the window while they're driving and a, 
and missing, you know, it's, it's your classic fucking cheat out. But then a bullet goes through and it like smacks Jackson right in like his cheek like and tears through, away. Yeah, through, yeah. Like his jaw, like it just blows his like whole lower like jaw, whole almost. lower jaw yeah. off almost. It's like, it's disgusting. Like yeah. it's rowdy looking. Yeah. The graphic, the graphics, but the, the special effects work is great. The makeup is super solid, but that's now, you know why his face is fucked up. And it's like, did we need to know that? Probably the car not. crashes. It flips. They climb out. Yeah. And at that point, they, when the sheriff kidnaps them both and takes them to a, a like farmhouse yeah, where his right. where his daughter was killed. Jackson, I think he's strung up, right? And the nurse is like, "Don't do this! Don't do this!" And he's like, "Who's gonna know?" She's like, "I'll know." He's like, "Yeah, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because you're gonna be fucking dead." And then she's like, "Then she says something that she has no way of knowing and is probably not true." Because he's like, "Oh, what they did to your daughter was a in the heat of the moment." like no it was like a premeditated trap (laughs) (laughs) it's true they probably did this before yeah and but what you're doing is wrong because you're a cop and he's like i don't give a shit and then but then vernon comes up uh there's a very devil's rejects moment of like you know the sheriff being crazy to the point where he's gonna allow them to get the upper hand and of course they do right and And he gets knocked out and then they're back at the sawyer home Bingo. And uh, and here's the final act of the film. This is the final transformation of Leatherface to Leatherface. If you didn't think he was quite there yet, right. now the, the sheriff is is on the chair, and he's telling Jed slash Jackson how piece of shit him and his family are. Just Jackson. Remember, Jed was Bud. No. No, Jed oh, is that's right. Jed. That's Jackson. right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Bud God. is the red herring. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. right. I don't think we know Bud's real name. He's Bud. He's just yeah. Bud. Um, so yeah, the, he's telling them how worthless they are, and this isn't over, boy. We're gonna get you. And then to harken back to the very first scene where Jed could not use the chainsaw to kill somebody, he does. Yeah. And he murders the sheriff while Lizzie's there screaming her head off. And then they she escapes. She right? escapes. She's running in the woods or whatever. And before this happens, though, before he kills the sheriff, though, the mom has taken Jackson into the room and sewn his face up, and then oh, puts yeah. like this little like like leather like a like, jowl holder. Yeah, in yeah. Place. she's like, this will hold your face into place. It's gonna hurt really bad, but it, we got to keep it together or else so your face will heals. fall apart. Yeah. So she sews him up. So you now see why Leatherface's face yep. is all messed up and how he like has a penchant to wear like. The leather mask. Faces. I'll be yeah. honest, guys. I don't know if we've ever seen Leatherface's face. Well, it's always him now. wearing a leather face. Now, That's a good point. So I don't ever remember seeing him all scarred up. Maybe it's in like movie three. Yeah, it's true. Because I haven't seen that movie yeah, yet. But five, six, seven. He's always so wearing many. someone else's face because he doesn't want to be himself. Well, now you know what he looked like before, yeah. during, after. All the, the questions shit. I never had. <laughs> so all sewed up, he goes and kills the sheriff with the uh, the chainsaw, cuts his hand off, cuts in, into his stomach, yeah, and then Lizzie runs away, and then they track her down, right? Yeah, I think she trips. Or you know how horror movies oh, are. She gets trapped in a bear trap. Remember, yeah, the Sawyer family is out oh, in the woods yeah. trying to track her down. She snaps a twig like everybody does in the woods when you're running away from yep. something. And yeah, she's running away from Jackson and the chainsaw. She gets caught in a bear trap. Also pretty cliche. Yeah. Um, and then she's sitting there pleading for her life. She's like, Jackson, you still have a time to be good. You know, you don't have to be this way. And then he just immediately well, no, chops his, her head no, off. No, his mom shows up behind him. Yeah. Oh, he and says, she's like, like, and his mom's like, don't listen to her. She's a bitch. Don't listen to her. Yeah, the movie wants you to think there's like, oh, is there a conflict? But really, like, I this, think he had decided quality. immediately. He's like, already I'm decided gonna, at yeah. this point. So, yeah, and then so he, he just abruptly cuts her head off. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then we see him feeding them to pigs. And well, no, no, we see. Well, they see the family feeding body parts to a yeah. pig, and then we see Jackson inside making his mask. first leather making his, face. Made their oh. face out of other people's faces. So Leatherface's face is Lizzie face. 
He's now oh. Lizzie Face. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Another question you never had. The answer. end. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the end? That's the that's end. The end? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cut the credits. He puts the face on, and that's that. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but God, I did not enjoy this movie. If I pretend that it's not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel, I actually really liked it. I think that. I'm on the same page with you. Again, like I said, if you could divorce yourself from the Texas Chainsaw lore and just kind of see it as, as a hillbilly, natural born killers yeah. type story, it's enjoyable. It, it's entertaining. Yep. Yes. Is it great? No, not by any no. means. Yeah. It's a massive failure as a prequel, though. Yeah. I'm going to say my great mistake is definitely, like, again, too much origin story for characters we don't need origin stories yeah. for. Yeah. Agreed. There's a couple things I want to mention. Um, there's a, a homage recreation scene of the sheriff's daughter walking up to the barn. That is almost a shot-for-shot remake of the original 1974, where I think her name is Sally, mm-hmm. um, is walking into the Leatherface home for the first time where the yeah. camera's really low yeah. and the building is made to look so looming and large and it just kind of rolls I think they do that in her. the remake as well. I think so yeah, too. So, I think so that was here. Okay. Um, I didn't get any, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, any sign of cannibalism. Nope. In, in this film. Unless and that initial cake was human, but I think you're right. I think it was pig. Thought there was. I thought there was like, I don't know if it was human on the table or not. But yeah, maybe it was just pig guts and stuff. Because yeah. the only... they call it a pig thief, and then they're like yeah. feeding bits. And I yeah. thought that was just a dead pig. And but... the people that they've killed, we see them feed the pigs. Right. So I think that's a failure. Agreed. And when I said earlier in the film, they the family stuff that Garrett has a large problem with, I don't think they went hard enough into. I think there was an opportunity to make that part much better. Well, they break into a room that's got a bunch of like bones and human stuff, bones yeah. and like corpse parts and stuff like that. So clearly they've been killing people and saving their bodies and being like crazy, but it's like confined to like a little like side foyer. And so yeah. it's like, I don't know. I'm sure they were eating those people, but like, I don't know if they ever showed it in the movie. I think we could have used more of that. Yeah, for sure. Or at least a bit more clear since it's such a big part of the, the movies. Again, we had a crazy fucked up mom who was being crazy and fucked up, but we don't know why she was like that. Right. We saw the family basically being like bad because that's kind of what they were trained by the mom, but we don't know. Yeah, it why almost she was would have so been just kind cooler of like, okay. if the prequel had gone further back, like before Leatherface was even born. Like Explain in, how the Sawyer family yeah. became fucked up. Yeah, okay. That would be information to be like, oh, so that's a really, that's how that family got fucked right. up. I can see how they'd make a Leatherface. And it could have been like, so it, it's such a fertile ground where it doesn't really matter what they do because the, the ending just has to be the Sawyer family's fucked up. That's like, I think part of the problem with like prequels is. We know how it's going to end right there. It has to end in a certain way. There has to be a leather face so it can make the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, Anakin has to do whatever. And so when it's like so far back where it can, I mean, yeah, it has to end with the Sawyers being weird, but it's so far back that it can do some, you know, it's more, more a lot liberties. more freedom. Yeah, yeah. They have a lot more liberties with it. Yeah. One other thing, as you guys were saying, like Jackson is not large enough to be Leatherface. No. Original actor Gunnar Hansen looked like he was a seven foot monolith. Yeah. Where Jackson is kind of squatty, like kind of thin. Yeah, you know? it's kind of felt. Yeah, I don't, yeah. It just didn't fit the character. That's why the the bud, you know, red herring works so well because that was the large character. Yep. And he was like close to like 17, 18. So I mean, yeah, maybe he's got a little bit of growth on him, but not enough to basically enough become to what become Leatherface that. was. Yeah. Again, he's I grow think, like a foot in a hundred pounds. I but. think I think you're right, Mark. I think someone had the idea of like, ooh, we'll bait and switch him. They'll think it's this big dude, but it's actually this little yeah. dude. And I think that it's built a plot around that. Yeah. Lastly, I'll say that Nubbins and Drayton Sawyer, um, they're too old in this movie. Uh, well, uh, not so much Drayton because he's like a gray-haired kind of old, uh, middle-aged man by the time Texas Chainsaw Massacre takes place. 
But Nubbins, he's the crazy hitchhiker that gets in the car with our main character, the original, but he looks like he's the same age in this film. Mm. I thought he looked a little bit older than right. Leatherface. Yeah, so it, th- there's some disparity there that didn't quite work as a prequel there. Nubbins should have been like a, maybe a young teen, maybe like 10, 12, 13, where it, because by the time he's in Texas Chainsaw original, he's already like... 23. Yeah. You know, so it was too too close of age. There. Yeah, because I always thought Nubbins was younger than Leatherface. Yeah, me too. And it does not look like that at not all in this all. movie. So just one of the little things I noticed. Yeah. This movie was 200% unnecessary. Yes. <laughs> like, I agree. I mean, it was, it was entertaining, but it just so was not needed at all. I don't think it's a 24%. No. Well, I I'd do. I'd give okay. it like a 45%. No, here's why I... I I bet that Rotten people Tomato can't score. separate themselves from the prequel. And when you're doing Rotten Tomato too, right? They're only looking up, down, right? If someone was like, I think it was a bad prequel, but a good movie, I bet that's going to be a down on Rotten Tomato. I think it's like the problem with the binary rating like that, yeah. right? And as a prequel, which I guess is this job's, this movie's first job, it, to your point, it fucking failed. failed it miserably. doesn't make any sense. You cannot <laughs> draw a line from this prequel to the movie that supposedly immediately follows it. So Yeah, I agreed. I'd still recommend it, though, to some degree. Yeah, if you like slasher films. I wouldn't films, call it a prequel. I'd call it an origin story. Origin story, yeah. Yeah, that, that way it doesn't have to match up to the the end of whatever. I suppose so. It's definitely an origin story, but the thing about that, though, is like, I mean, to give Rob Zombie credit for Halloween is he had an origin story, but then he gave us that filler part with Loomis in the middle, and yeah. then he like drug that right into the the Halloween right. movie, the, the original like plot line. So he did a good job of bridging that entire like timeline. And the kid was already kind of fucking weird. Like, I mean, and it, in Halloween, or in Halloween, one? oh yeah, yeah. Like Jackson was just too normal. It is too much of a mental break to go from fair, mildly fucked up background because he got out of there pretty young to cannibalistic face wearing chainsaw killer. That's like a well, the thing quite is, he a watched, snap. He watched his family kill people. He watched sure. his family kill people. He like watched them chainsaw people. Like, and then like. One of his friends, I get it, he cared about this kid as opposed to maybe his family. Right. But like one of his friends gets shot, and that's what it's like. That's arguably less intense than right. what he saw before. So why right. is he, why is this the breaking but point? It may have worked if they had shown him be more like uh, emotionally unstable. Like if he swung from like, Re, like really angry to well, more he has bipolar. The like, thing is, like in his file, at one point they looked, they zoom right, in on they it. And it shows show he's bipolar, that. but yeah, they they don't show that at all in the like, movie. He's like the sort of steady Eddie, level-headed one of the group, and that doesn't work to become Leatherface. Like, yeah, there's also the aspect of Leatherface that's kind of developed throughout the sequels of him putting on lipstick over the Leatherface mask, and then at some point he starts wearing negligee. In the new generation that I watch, he's wearing like black nighties and things like that. So that didn't really explain. I don't. I didn't see really the origin of that, other than him putting Lizzie face on. Unless he's trying to become more and more Lizzie as he. There is a second ending to this movie, a different ending, and um, in that ending, um, I actually like this movie so much I bought it on iTunes. Oh really? Yeah. So I have like really? the extras. Yeah, okay. I really did like it. Um, okay. And so it had it has like twenty minutes of deleted scenes. It doesn't actually add anything at all. So you could see why they deleted them. But in a second ending. They, you see him put on lipstick, but they cut that ending and went with this. Okay. One. Well, then that would add a little bit of flair yeah. for the. Well, no, he does that in this character. one. Remember, he puts the lipstick as it's still, the face is still on the table. He puts the lipstick on it as it's on the table. 
Uh, oh, does and he? then he puts the mask on his okay, face. I guess yeah. I just miss that part. So it's it's real subtle though. It's in the real other subtle. ending, it's like a much bigger deal. You see him put it on himself. Uh, uh, okay, so Which, that is uh, in the sequels. He's doing that all the time, putting the lipstick right on the mask while he's wearing it. Right. And so to your point though, we don't see any of that in this. In the, yeah, before but why? That. Why does he do that? Again, there's there's so much that like like right. okay, we've we've it's oh man, it's so weird. It's like. They they're feeding you ingredients separately, yeah. and it's like just make the fucking cake, and then I'll eat it. Well, and like, yeah, it's like who cares? I just wish none of this happened, and this wasn't I a wish prequel. This didn't but this movie still existed as a standalone movie. That's that's my yeah, wish. That's if, the end of it. Um, <laughs> recommend it in terms of a movie, not as a Texas Chainsaw film. Yes, Garrett, and would fa- you recommend this at all? I really wouldn't recommend it. I mean. The, the twist and some of the, the kills and stuff are kind of like, oh, wow, okay, that's pretty crazy. You know, like, all right. But just the plot itself, like, other than that one twist, you're like, oh, okay, that, I get it. Wait, but why does that matter? And then you realize none of this mattered. None of this mattered because you didn't need to know yeah. any of this to make this character. You didn't enhance the character. Like, that's the problem. Yeah. And again, I'll call it back to Zombies Halloween. His origin shit when Michael Myers is a little kid completely unnecessary didn't enhance the character at all the stuff with loomis enhanced the character yes. but the thing is this movie the leatherface movie did nothing to enhance the character so like now that i know this i'm like well that's great i can still forget every single thing you just told me it detracted still, from the character yes, exactly, if anything like exactly fuck enhanced it de-enhanced <laughs> which i this movie is not canon to me so i will not consider this anything to the texas that's Chainsaw true. series. it's a very serious canon that <laughs> texas chainsaw <laughs> yeah. canon all so. 90 of them <laughs> All right, well, anything else on this one? Not nope. it. Okay, Spend. well, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time.